You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. There's a necklace in there? He's not paying the goddamn dime. I said I'd give you a quarter. Are you recording it? Can I lead this in? You can do whatever you want. I just work here. All right, dudes. I want to talk crap on Rebecca for a bit. You guys want to do that? I'm always down for that. Let me... Can I just... So... I enjoy Halloween. I'm not Tyson. I don't hate all things but Thanksgiving. (laughs) Thoroughly enjoy Halloween. Halloween's fucking stupid. We always... And Arbor Day. Tyson yeah, loves oh, Arbor Day. Love, love Arbor Day. It's when the trees tree fall down yeah. in his yard. That's, that's Arbor Day. For Tyson. <laughs> yeah, fuck trees. Yeah. I, I got that holiday right, right? <laughs> um, Emily loves Halloween. We always decorate and shit. And last year, we had a bunch of leftover soda, and we don't drink soda, so we're like, fucking give it to the kids. Like, no kids go trick or treating up here. I think our street's dark <laughs> as hell, and everybody here is elderly. So kids freak out and they're like loved it. So this year, walking around, I saw just the little half cans, little shastas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I bought three six packs of those, and we went to Costco and bought a big case of chips. And kids lost their fucking shit. They were so stoked on it, and like every kid was just so happy. Bunch of kids were like, "You guys are the best house in the neighborhood. This is awesome." I posted that on Twitter, and Rebecca's just like, "You couldn't be bothered to buy candy, <laughs> bitch." What the fuck? <laughs> I know what the kids like. You do know chips, what the kids chips like. Chips and soda. Chips and soda. Chips and soda. So Don't the, shit on my Halloween candy. For New York Comic Con, Rebecca was cool enough to pick up some uh, collectibles for each of us and then to ship them all here. <laughs> and then forever <laughs> put us in our debt because the shipping was like $300 or something. <laughs> So I wanted to bring this up because Rebecca used this like a loan shark this last week. It's like, hey, Luke, I need a favor. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? So you know how you owe me like $100 for the shipping? I need to have my swamp cooler winterized. <laughs> <laughs> now, the shipping was paid for. We fucking Venmoed you. The debt is settled. It's not like it had been paid already. No, I didn't, though. I didn't pay her anything. So this was her loan shark. She asked me to winterize her swamp cooler. So I was like, okay, can I, uh, can I come by? What, who's, who's living there? Well, I guess her sister's living there, but I didn't know uh, she had a sister. Long story. I I don't know. Long story. This, this friend or whoever it is that's living there, they, they can't be bothered to turn off the water or to like winterize the swamp cooler. I think it's not a big deal. Fine. I'll go by and do it. It is the steepest goddamn roof. Yeah, no, I'd, I've been to that house. I wouldn't get up there. I, it was it was incredible. Not I without like professional climbing gear. Yeah, I, uh, I was. Long story laying. short, we're billing Rebecca hundred bucks because <laughs> her sister shoved a fucking skateboard in with the swamp cooler. She has no purpose there. Like, what is the point? <laughs> so, so I you get a fucking winterized swamp. Cooler. To be fair, I, earlier in the year when it was like winterizing time, you know, a month ago, I offered, uh, and so when it was still a nice seventy three degrees outside. And so yeah, it's like, like gonna rain any minute and lightning, <laughs> and I'm laying on the side of this roof trying to unplug shit. But then uh, the the best of it, which you would have also loved, Tyson, I didn't fall off the roof, but <laughs> I grabbed the swamp co- uh, cover. And I undid it knowing full well this has been in a shed and it's probably got spiders, spiders. in it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> on the side of this roof that is... No one's supposed to stand on. Like a 30 degree angle. 
And a spider, I shit you not, like this big, comes <laughs> flying out of it. I thought, well, I can freak out and fall off this roof. <laughs> or I can just let it kill me. <laughs> uh, I would have fallen off the roof for sure. So I don't handle heights well anyway. So that's how I ended up paying Rebecca for shipping. That works. Wait, she didn't even charge you? No, because she pay- that's what she paid me, quote unquote. So to her, it was worth $100 for Lucas to go up there and risk his life. To- <laughs> <laughs> for those at home, John looks so furious. I've never seen him lose his cool. What's Do- on your mind, John? I paid 90 fucking dollars for a six-inch Spider-Man because someone crammed a skateboard. Just put it in a different box. Charge us separately. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> there is a vein. <laughs> I can think of a fucking pencil sticking out of John's forehead right now. John's levels have never been so high. <laughs> it's usually the quietest track. Usually, this is John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, John. Fine. I mean, it's in the, the past. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I wanted to talk about Rebecca. So, uh, let's talk about uh, this new Mario game, Nick. I want to talk about it with you and Tom, but Tom couldn't be here today. He had some. Uh, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> like, what? what? Take a minute and think. You got a skateboard and you got two small statue boxes. Put them in separate boxes. Build people individually. <laughs> nope, let's throw them all in the same box. I'm going to go back to fucking. <laughs> to fucking that weird guy on Stranger Things and we're. Jesus fuck Christ. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Can we call this episode John Loses His Shit? I think we have to. I think we delete that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and Nick well a marker. <laughs> I'm not really upset. This is all, all for the jokes. To, to be fair, there's a post, a big flat poster in there that's mine. Yeah, it's paper. It weighs nothing. It's a letter. They don't even charge you for that. You put a stamp on it and you put it in the mail. Yeah. Mm. It's 30 whatever. I don't know. I haven't sent a piece of oh. mail in it, ages. We, it's 2017 and nobody sends mail yeah. anymore. Yeah. I'm guessing like 37 cents. <laughs> right? It's more, probably more like $37. For a poster? You got to put it in the tube. Most posters are like 5 10 bucks. You just reminded me I brought you stickers from Adobe Max. Stickers? Where are they? Uh, in my office upstairs. Lucas <sighs> <laughs> really wanted those fucking stickers right now. We're not going to see him. We're going to be here another 20 minutes. And he's going to forget. We're never going to see him. Yeah, that's what I thought. This is my passive-aggressive <laughs> way of getting you to go get him. <laughs> oh. Uh... <laughs> I think Nick just quit the podcast. Yeah. So what do you want to do with our podcast? What, what shirt did you order? You don't need to give me a shirt. Yeah, I ordered you a shirt. What shirt? It doesn't matter. Just like, like a big shiny robot shirt? Nope. Oh, I still want one of those. Like, didn't you get one of those? I never got one. I thought... 
thought Nick threw up. <laughs> He's so mad he threw up. He's like fucking sticker. <laughs> either Nick or a cat threw up. Could be either. He sounds very similar. Uh, you, I can get you a BSR shirt. I'm just making notes over here on all this. BSR shirt for... I need a double XL one. Just a large for me. You got a shirt, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm giving one as a Christmas gift. Uh, I'll see if I have... If you have one left, I'll buy it. Of either of those sizes, I'll check. Who are you giving it to, Santa Claus? I still have a shit ton of fucking hats. <laughs> a lot of people so, fell through on those. Oh, really? I'll yeah. buy another one from you. They're mostly the small size, but... Fuck, if... never mind. <laughs> you know, my big-ass head. Let me know if you got a... I'll check for a large hat. This, this is just me doing my, my little housekeeping. Yeah, little, little, everyone gets to hear the housekeeping on the, uh, little the podcast. This is exciting for people, I'm sure. Everyone wants to peek Rebecca, the I'm sorry. I don't know why I got so fired up there. Like, you did a nice thing, and I appreciate it. I'm more more upset with Tom than Rebecca, I guess. Yeah. Just blew up there. Sorry. Look at this. Look at this Dud. nice stuff that Nick brought. Wow. Oh, I want to. Here's something I want to talk to you guys about, John. You may have a differing opinion. Danielle had never seen ET before. One of these stickers is ET. I hadn't seen it when I was a kid. I watched it when I don't know, like five years ago, and thought, "Man, this is really depressing and long." I don't like that movie. And Danielle wanted to watch it last night because she's never seen it, and she said, "This is awful. This was a kids' movie." How do you not like ET? I just think it's. I don't think it's, it's a so bad depressing. movie. I just think it's boring. Yeah, it's not great. That's what started my my drinking. E.T.? Yeah, when E.T. gets hammered and Elliot's at school, it's like, that's that's what that's I want to do. You, that's that what is, set you down that yeah, path with E.T.? Get the laughs. You should let Spielberg Running into the refrigerator and freeing frogs. and. No, I mean, I think it's a fine movie, whatever. Like I, you It won four Academy Awards. It's, uh, I just have no desire to I, watch it. It me out. When he's all pale, when he's dying, that that messed me up. That's That sticker's why I bought this pack. That's cool. It's a Slimer drinking Acto Cooler. That's awesome. No, That's a mighty that. fine sticker there. Now, I I just have bad memories of watching it in like junior high French class, and I hated that class. Why did you I watch like e. the e. Gremlins? Because it was in French. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Elf, he's back. Yeah, here, you want to call Dibs on the form. Elf one? <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was, watching it again last time, this was like, the whole movie is just depressing. Yeah. Things keep getting ripped out of Elliot's life. His father leaves. He's in Mexico, apparently. I don't like that movie. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, a... I'm sure we'll get tweeted out about that, but whatever. Look at the cat. Like he knows what's coming. Yeah, yeah, he's like, gonna I'm gonna get fucking eaten here. <laughs> Just <laughs> why like are you news. taking a picture of this? <laughs> okay, so Mario. I want to talk about Mario. <laughs> the new Mario Odyssey came out. I picked it up. Nick picked it up. Tom picked it up. I love it. Uh, have you gotten to play much of it? Uh, I'm still fucking around on the sand world. I just keep like, oh, there's another fucking moon. There, I don't know how many there's supposed to be. Um, it's super ton. fun, though. It's so easy to pick up. It feels like playing Mario 64. I've heard a lot of people compare it to that. Like totally. I just immediately figured things out. <laughs> Except I watch people play. Like I've seen like little videos because you can now... Uh, record like a 30 second video on the switch mm -hmm. and i keep watching people do stuff and i'm like how the fuck did you manage that <laughs> just crazy jumps they do like jump dive bounce off the hat throw the hat again bounce off the hat again and like get into crazy places oh wow yeah i haven't been able to chain it but yeah i i think it's really great i've heard nothing but good things about this game which is just solidifying the fact that i need to get a switch some more but 
that game when the trailers came out looked so fucking weird. So fucking weird. I and mean, it's is oh, it weird like in a yes, good way? Like, yeah. Yes. It's it's very weird. <laughs> I went to a spot because I'm just running around and I go and you can buy. There's like coins and then there's each world has a currency too, and there's like so many coins on each place. And I bought a sombrero and a poncho so I could look like all the little Day of the Dead looking guys there. And I find a door and they're like, you dress like us, you party like us, come on in. And you go inside and you play a guitar with them for a couple seconds and you get a moon. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so weird. It is very bizarre. So the the basic premise, uh, I mean, it's like any other thing. Bowser takes Peach because there's nothing there's no other driver for the mario game yeah so he takes her and he's gonna marry her and he steals uh a nice hat from this village of hat people once again because it's a mario game and so you get your own hat that uh is like the spirit that you can throw and do things or you can use it to take over other enemies and beings and with that you have a giant ship that's made out of a hat because, again, it's Mario, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> And you travel from world to world, and every world is completely different. The stuff you're probably thinking of, Tyson, is... Um, it's like the realistic people. Oh, New Donk City. Yeah, oh. it's called New Donk City. So it's Donkey Kong, uh, the, the city of which that took place. And it's like this 30s or 40s kind of era. And you haven't gotten this far in it, but at the end of the game, they're celebrating their anniversary of New Donk City. And that's what you have to do to collect the stuff that Bowser has stolen. And the celebration is you go into 2D Pixel Mario, and then it's all Donkey Kong, like bridges and girders, and you have to run and that's like awesome. avoid barrels and shit like that's, that. Yeah, you switch into, like, there's tubes, and then all of a sudden it's 2D Mario, and you have to deal everything, and then you round a corner, and it's back to 3D, and lots of... But it's of, like 2D on the, on the landscape. Yeah. Hmm. It's not it's like a different area. It's like this wall is now 2D and there's stuff interacting with that as your 2D. That's weird. It's pretty rad. There's a lot of, I don't know, the whole like you just throw your hat on things and take them over. And yeah. It's kind of weird in a lot of ways. And I don't know. It's a very weird, interesting game. It's in the running for the best game of the year. And its competition is Breath of the Wild, the Zelda game. Damn. So Nintendo has two games that have both gotten 10 out of 10. The I can't remember the name of the magazine, but it's this magazine. It's been around for like 25 years and it's only ever had 20 10 out of 10 games. Two of them came out this year from Nintendo. Damn. Go Nintendo. And I the only reason I put so I bought Mario because on Amazon Prime, I got 20 percent off. So I was like, oh, I'll just buy it now and I'll play it whenever I'm done with uh, Zelda. And Lucas was like, oh, I want to talk about it when we do the podcast. So I started playing it and I just haven't quit now because it's so <laughs> weird and fun. You can um, pick it up and just play at any point. You can run and collect different moons here or there. And even now, after I beat the game, as you collect more moons, it unlocks more levels that okay. didn't exist. One of which is Peach's uh, castle in that whole area. Nice. And the costume there that you buy, because every land you get the currency, like Nick said, and then you can buy costumes related to that place. So for the Mushroom Kingdom, you buy the Nintendo 64 Mario oh, okay. outfit. So you look exactly polygonal. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I would highly recommend if anybody has a Switch, I think you're probably already going to be buying this. Uh, if not, though, the Switch has some solid games. It's between Zelda and Mario, you'd be set for. That's the thing. I haven't season. played anything except for Zelda until I put this in on like Thursday night. 
You still hadn't even beat Zelda, right? No, I've on my way to the fourth Divine Beast. Damn. So I still have a ton to do. I think I've just barely finished my first row of hearts. Nice. I still have a ton to do. That game's a blast. And there's supposed to be a DLC with some more story coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, talking video games, though. I want to hear about your... Two weeks, dude. Your Mordor. Two, What's weeks. two weeks. Who cares about Mordor? Two weeks. Battlefront oh, 2. Oh so God, you didn't end up buying I... Call of Duty? No, it's like my roommate picked it up for our Xbox One, and maybe I'll dabble in it, but truthfully, got so much work going on. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much just comic books. Apparently, it's all fucky, though. Call of Duty keeps uh, resetting people's levels. E. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just waiting for Battlefront. So excited for Battlefront. If Mordor is great, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> It's it's fine. It is Assassin's Creed, Lord of the Rings. I feel like you said that you if Lord of the Rings had you as a character, what was that quote? Oh, I mean the game. I'm just I'm great at it. It is the <laughs> Batman combat system, which I have mastered. Oh shit, really? I love that. Yeah. And so I can just tear through. I mean, you can send sixty orcs to me and I will not get touched. <laughs> I think I've died once in this game. And Damn. I'm been playing for a while did you pick up assassin's creed no i'm just playing shadow war which is assassin's creed Fair. same fucking thing you go around you assassinate mm-hmm. uh well they had like the biggest so the mario launched assassin's creed and call of duty all launched the same day didn't they oh really or i thought we were talking about that it was like the biggest launch day you probably you and tom may, i thought we were talking about it in slack i don't know i just work here that's incredible I, I wonder if it's going to hit a similar breaking point because the they've talked about that with film. And this would be a good conversation to have with Tom, but within film, you have this box office bust because there's too many box office blockbuster movies and not enough people give a shit to go see all of them. They pick one. I saw Thor. I didn't need to see these other two. I wonder if we'll start running into that with gaming where, sure, you're putting out 30 amazing games in the month of fucking November, but I only have time to buy three of them. Yeah, it was, so it was Mario, Assassin's Creed, and Wolfenstein all hit the same day. Wolfenstein yeah. too, that game about the alt-right. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know, I have my games that I want to play right away, right? Yeah. But like Shadow of War, it was like either that or South Park. Mm. And it's like South Park, I'll go back to any time and yeah, enjoy. Same you know? with Mario. You don't. You're not missing anything by not playing it that first day. And then with all mm-hmm. these other games, like I want Battlefront. I'm gonna love it, but like I'm gonna burn out on it. And then I'll play an actual game. You know, when Spider Man comes out, like I'll be ready to play that. And Battlefront, I can always go back to. You know, like I didn't touch Battlefront for almost a year, and now I'm playing it more than I played it previously. The original mm-hmm. Battlefront. And South Park's like in the summer when no video games are coming out. That gives me a fun, you know, 40 hours or whatever. I suppose that is one thing that is different than the box office. Is the box office, you're paying 20 bucks to first see it rather than Netflix in six months. Yeah. The video game probably will stay the same price or close to it for a long time. Well, and the only thing like Battlefront or Call of Duty are the only types of games I think it matters to buy when Mm -hmm. they come out because you're behind the curve so fast on multiplayer if you're not playing that first day. Yeah, but uh, I'm interested. Back, yeah, Battlefront. Lucas is, and I both like recently got into Battlefront. Yeah, it, it, it's got a pretty generous curve to it. I mean, there are dudes that 
absolutely crush on there where I'm like, how the hell did that happen? They have 90 kills and two deaths. Go fuck yourself. But, you know, if I can make, like, the top third, I'm usually pretty happy. I think maybe what I'll end up doing is I'll skip out on Battlefront. And if Spider-Man gets good reviews, I'll buy them. Hey, 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 listen. This is for your benefit, You've been sending me Battlefront videos almost daily for, like, three weeks now. (laughs) How are you going to skip out on it? He's like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I think I'm going to skip out on it. Keep playing my Nintendo games through the season. If Spider-Man, because that's spring, Spider-Man's spring, isn't it? They haven't put a date on it. So let's say Spider-Man comes out, it's awesome, I'll buy a PlayStation with Spider-Man and Battlefront, and then we can play Battlefront. Oh, God. Because I don't know anybody else playing it right now. Yeah, but when are we going to play? We're on opposite schedules. I play from like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Goddamn. I'll just quit my job. I play from like 9 a.m. to noon. Yeah. Well, I guess I can't be friends If I want a challenge, I play at night. If I want to be king of the board, I play in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is how it goes. Yeah. All right. So then uh, another thing we were going to touch on was uh, the Ninja Turtle series, which we've talked about at great length here. Um, it's amazing. Probably my favorite incarnation, this 2012 yeah, sure. Nickelodeon version. So this season that's currently going on is the, the final season of this era. And they've already started... The creation of the new series um and the new series is going to be i can't remember if it's creative director or what the title is but robert paulson the guy that does uh donatello's voice and he did Raphael on the first series mm-hmm. he's going to be directing and leading this new series uh the guy that did all the samurai jack animation is the Jeremy tartakovsky boom he's the guy doing the animation for this yep and it's going to be 2d not cgi and then they also just announced their voice cast i don't know if you have that handy yep yep that's what i got so omar miller uh if you watch ballers he's the the linebacker guy uh kind of like the bigger heavy set guy oh okay probably um, riding forrester that guy he's playing the oldest brother Raphael, which is a change uh in, yeah. the, in the series uh ben schwartz from parks and rec um he's playing uh leonardo and josh brenner uh big head from silicon valley uh he's playing donatello and Brandon Michael Smith, uh, who I'm not really familiar with, he's from You're the Worst, um, is the youngest brother, Michelangelo. Cat uh, Graham from The Vampire Diaries, again, not really super familiar with her, uh, plays April. Hmm. And Eric Bauza um, is playing uh, Splinter, which he played one of the voices on the current incarnation. I can't remember who. Hmm. Um, but some changes uh, that are coming. So, like, the brothers... Um, they obviously kind of have ages associated to them. So like Michelangelo is the youngest one. Um, in this incarnation, they're changing it up is that uh, Raphael is the leader. Um, <laughs> so he, he's going to be leading the turtles, at least to start with. <laughs> um, Leonardo is a little bit more laid back. He professes himself to be like the coolest brother. <laughs> um, and then Donatello is more of... Uh, like kind of less of a like an inventor type guy and more of like uh, computer hacking and computer skills as opposed to inventing things. <laughs> what are you doing? You're a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know. I just recently fell in love with this incarnation i mean i caught an episode a couple episodes here and there of the 2012 series and it was always great but not until my daughter got into it did i really sit down start watching it and it's awesome so kind of bummed to learn like 
you know, we get, we've been into it for like, I don't know, three weeks now. And then, you know, see the news and like, oh, it's ending in two weeks. It's like, oh, OK, well, whatever. But uh, I mean, there's five, yeah, there's five solid seasons out there. So even the space stuff that we're on right now, like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's out there, but it's still fun. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. Um, but it, yeah, it's been great. I'll be very curious to see where this new series goes, um, especially kind of shaking up the rank of the turtles. Um, that's kind of right off the top of the head. There haven't been a lot of details about plot points or anything like that, but um, just the fact that they're changing the dynamic with Raphael being the leader and Leonardo not being as uptight. I mean, that's that right there is a huge dynamic shift from pretty much any incarnation of the turtles. Totally. Yeah. I'm, I think it's weird how close they're restarting this with the last season ending. And then I'm getting the impression that this series will start next year. Yeah. It, yeah. It's definitely slated for next year. They haven't really set a time frame. My guess hmm. would probably be fall if they're just starting production. I think it'll be cool. I'm excited to see it. Um, and like we talked about a little bit when you brought this up to me, there's only so far you can take mm-hmm. this Ninja Turtle story. Like they, Go up against Shredder. At some point, they defeat him. You can do space stuff, a little bit of stuff with the Krang. But then after that, you're kind of just you're really into, into the weird weeds. territory. Yeah, and I think I think in the comic book version, you can continue a story for a lot longer because the current iteration is definitely geared more towards an, an older audience. So you can have, you know, Splinter take over the Foot Clan. Um, you right. can have you know turtles just peace out or even die for a, a while. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think there's a lot more story to mine there if you're gearing it towards an older audience. But when you're gearing it towards kids, I think there's a very limited time you can run that show before it just jumps the fucking shark. I mean, we need surfing frogs. <laughs> Battle to teenage surfing frogs, right? Mondo Gecko. Mondo Gecko. Yeah, yeah. In the series. But I remember the the one before this. I uh, remember. A two That's day animated version of it was really, really good. Um, Aaron Burton actually brought this up when we were talking about it on Facebook, but that was a really good one. But that one went off the rails after like two seasons. They started really just because they did like a whole future trip. They thing. did a whole future. I mean, they even renamed the show. It was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like in time or something. You know, it was mm-hmm. it really went out there really fast. Um, well, this the, one, I think, is pretty much stayed on the rails. Even with the space stuff, it makes sense with the story because you've got the Triceratops. Um, triceratons that have taken over earth so they need to go out into space to take care of that so i mean it's fluid to the story and there hasn't been anything where it just feels like a hard left turn Mm -hmm. but i can see where it's kind of starting to they're running out of story well the difference what if they did like second second level mutations oh god (laughs) fuck you (laughs) i think that uh something that's different too is Tonight we dine on turtle soup. <laughs> in, a, in a comic, you can kind of let a story build and build and then have an action comic issue, like the sixth issue. Mm-hmm. Whereas a kid's cartoon, you have to have action. Every cartoon, so you have to have yep. conflict, and there always has to be some back and forth, mm-hmm. which burns it out. You know, good drama takes a little bit longer to, well, it, to simmer. And, yeah, and I think with this current iteration of the turtles, I'm surprised how grounded they've kept it. Mm-hmm. thus far and following along familiar storylines but changing it up enough to where it's new and it's it's different but it's still i don't know it still feels familiar you know um mm-hmm. you, even like the way they've introduced some of the more familiar characters like bebop and rocksteady how do they how they started off as like that russian dude and you know uh yeah. zek or whatever um then they get mutated in bebop and rocksteady there's a lot of cool things like that but you're still getting 
if you're getting the meat and potatoes of Ninja Turtles without it going so far left hand. I love that you had a lot of nods with Slash and Mondo Gecko, both voiced by the movie Michelangelo mm-hmm. and uh, Donatello. Yep. You had like the Napoleon Bonafrog, which was Napoleon Dynamite, but yep. that was a character from the original series as well. Yeah. I, I thought that I think it's going to be hard for this new series to live up to it. But if they do something completely different, then that's probably their best bet. And I think that's the, the most important. Like for me, for Ninja Turtles, being a fan since I was a kid, as long as they've got the basics, you know, that good foundation of Turtles, there's a lot of things they can do with it. But if they try to change like just like that base foundation too much, I don't know. I think it could. I, I know I'm not saying the series is yeah. going to do that, but I, I, I'm actually excited with some of the hierarchy changes and see where that goes. I think that's a fine change up. But and then uh, they're doing Dimension XX, where Krang's a female. He's got a female body suit. He's always trying to get to Earth to buy new pairs of shoes. <laughs> Hashtag ask me about my female fucking agenda, feminist agenda. Rebecca, I'm sorry. This agenda. is not. Oh man, I forgot we started this with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so new Ninja Turtles <laughs> coming next year. Uh, current uh, CG version is coming to an end. Probably by the time this airs, I think it'll be over because November twelfth. So, yep. but d- definitely check that out. Um, I-, I think another thing we'd mentioned with Turtles, they've done a good job. You get a three, four, five year run. That's enough because a kid at that point is probably grown out of. Yeah, that was a good point that interest. you brought up. Like you start watching it as a kid. After four or five years, you're probably. Yeah. Grown, grown it so let's restart it for the next generation think about and, like edith she's three now yeah so edith starts watching this new series next year if that runs four or five years by the time she's nine or ten it's over yeah, probably she's over probably it. done with it yeah so good stuff though oh, I, i'm always happy it's kind of like with ghostbusters like just anytime it's still out there you know and still prevalent and still relevant then i'm, I'm glad even if i don't personally like it if there's kids that are fans of it then that's cool. Plus, like I said, new toys. So that's always a good thing. Agreed. So in closing, uh, John, did you have anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, was reading uh, Newsweek this past oh, God. week. I read uh, crabs don't donate money to any charities. Oh, yeah? they're, they're shellfish. <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool, and we'll catch you guys next week.